What a difference. The Talkbuster Podcast. Hi, I'm Chris Chipman. You may remember me from such podcasts as the Chipman Brothers Tangent and Creating Geeks, a parenting podcast of great responsibility. I'm here to bring you back to the late 90s, early 2000s, a time of amrays and clamshells, a time of late fees and VHS tapes being replaced by DVDs, a time of stale gumballs and overpriced candy. Yes, that's right. I am talking about the time of Blockbuster Video, the Walmart of the video rental industry, the mom-and-pop video store killer, the corporate big-choice video store that everybody loved to hate. Blockbuster is mostly gone now. Kids today will never know the crazy Friday and Saturday nights with lines wrapped around the store to rent the next big movie. No more will regulars, who are in the know, arrive at 10 a.m. on Tuesdays to snatch up the new rentals that week before the weekend rush. Most of all, no longer will young movie geeks like myself have the memories I, and many others like me, made while working there. You see, under all of the corporate evil and bad practices, Blockbuster was a home, a comfort, a place where I made lifelong friends and even met my wife. It is because of these memories that I, and I'm sure many of you, have that the Talkbuster podcast was created, a place for me and others to share our memories of what once was, of the before time, of the long, long ago. I'm looking forward to see where this goes, how it evolves. Join me, won't you? Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another fun-filled episode of the Talkbuster podcast. As always, I'm your host, Chris Chipman, a.k.a. The Chippa. And before I get into our very, very special guest for the day, as always, I like to thank my $15 or more a month patrons, because even though I do this as a hobby, it is definitely um, a lot more beneficial and more... Uh, uh, I have more interest in putting my time into this if those of you out there enjoy it enough to help me out financially a little bit. So I really appreciate that. You are Mason, Christopher Finnick, Patricia Chipman, Hugh K. Campbell Jr., Alex Peregrine, Kevin CV, Mike the Gatherer, Tyler Freshcorn, Mark Price collaborating online, Alex Shaw, Seth Comfort, Seth Decker, Andrew Krause, Little Nicky, Robert E. Aldrich, Aaron Moriarty, Carolyn Thompson, Scott Arcuri, and Shor Hansen Gusted. And to my newest patron, Paul Capello, who was an earlier guest on the Talk Buster podcast. He was also part of my live show. He's one of my very best friends, and I'm so happy to have him on here now as a patron. Um, today's episode is brought to you by the hashtag Save the Video Store initiative. This hashtag um, applies to family video. Um, but, you know, there's, there's smaller video stores out there. You know, anything you can do to keep those folks moving, especially during this pandemic, is really appreciated. And with that, my very special guest today is someone um, representing Family Video. Uh, good sir, um, tell everybody who you are. Yes, uh, I am the senior brand manager for Highland Ventures, which is the parent company of the icon iconic fam Family Video brand here in the Midwest. So my job is to keep people coming to the video store, and that's been quite the challenge in 2020. Let's just start there. <laughs> I, I can only imagine um, my my experience with family video um, was through Stranger Things and um, doing this show. People were always like, when are you going to talk to someone from family video? And I'm like, what's family video? Um, and, and I don't mean that as, a, you know, a, you know, after I dug into it, it's like, oh, family video was huge. Um, you know, but I uh, it, it was amazing to find out that there was a, a chain video store with so many locations still just doing it out there that that's that's wonderful 
Absolutely. That's the thing. They're still out there doing it. I mean, things were business as usual. When I started here a year ago, last December, we had 520 locations and it was, you, you wouldn't believe it. I was, I moved from Florida, so we didn't have anything near a video store there, but I am from the Midwest originally. So I was familiar with the brand, but yeah, they're just out there. They were doing it in 510 different communities, uh, offering, uh, and offering everything from every Tuesday, new release rentals. Uh, the problem was, you know, we just had a tough, Tough swing of things this year. We uh we were very inclined to keep those 510. Am I still on here? Yep, I hear you. <laughs> I'm sorry, my screen went down. Uh, yeah, we were completely you know ready to keep these rolling. We had to shut down uh, in March um, for a couple of closures. It's actually kind of funny during kind of what this whole this whole COVID thing. You're not getting the politics of it, but it just the first couple of weeks were some of our best weeks because people were like, oh, gonna quarantine, it's gonna be fun, gonna stay inside. Our stores yeah. were ramping up, <laughs> things were better than ever. And then uh, it just, we had to close down for over 60, 75 days in all of our locations, which was just very, very difficult. I can get more into the, the economics of which it, we didn't suffer as bad as other ones uh, due to the fact that we own all of our buildings, but we, being closed and not being able to rent movies out or operate at all was very difficult for us. So. We were able to open back up uh, in June this year. We've been kind of rolling since then, trying to get some foot traffic back up. Uh, but it, it is, it's been a challenge to get people into a video store during a global pandemic, during uh, really the not just the rise of stream, but it becoming the people who were the last holdouts to be a streamer are now streaming too. So it, a little bit of everything. And then on top of that, the, the main thing we do is, well, we rent movies and there's no movies coming out. So you can imagine a trifecta of bad luck i guess you call this year yeah no absolutely and you know won't won't try to i i like this show to be a positive show for sure <clears throat> i would hate i would hate to skirt around i mean that that's what's going on right now and just um i think an, as of an hour ago of us recording this um warner brothers has just no, announced that they're going to spend the entire year of 2021 releasing everything on digital and so that not only is a you know a hit for anyone that you know sells movies but movie theaters which were the juggernaut that was still around after you know the blockbuster days and you know these streaming things still couldn't compete with that experience that's an even bigger hit now so it's just it's a crazy time to be and it really is absolutely and and that's kind of where we found ourselves towards the end of the summer i mean we can read the writing on the wall a little bit it was a very difficult year for us we got that and we're in a marketing meeting and it's like well what can we do we've done you know rent one get one movies we've done free movies and at the end of the day it's just hard to get people who aren't comfortable coming in during a pandemic it's hard when people are just sitting on their couch scrolling through everything and it's all right at their fingertips to get them back in the store so we just we had to take an honest approach and look at it and say well Let's just, you know, we won't be able to survive much longer if we aren't getting help, you know, from the people that aren't our normal patrons. We need to kind of open that outreach back to the people who used to come in to get those uh, free report card A movies. That's like one of our staples. The We do a lot of free promotions like that. And we need to get those people back in. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, everyone's got that story of riding their bike down to the video store with their uh, their A minus in their hand from algebra and, and getting that free movie rental. And that's kind of the stuff that we're looking to to kind of pull the heartstrings a little bit. I mean, we exist. It's crazy. People like 365 days a year, we are out there renting movies. And if you aren't from the area, you wouldn't believe it. But driving down these streets in these communities, uh, we're just an absolute pillar of all these communities. And we're 
and we can't do it right now without support. And so we've, we did the Save the Video Store campaign. We reached out to uh, certain studios that have been on our corner we've been purchasing from for years. And they always said, you know, if you ever need anything, just don't hesitate to ask. Well, right now we kind of need something. So they were great in helping us get in touch with a couple of celebrities, getting us uh, some posts from their social media accounts and everything. So we're, it is all hands on deck. And the funniest part about the entire promotion is that our budget is zero dollars. So we're relying on our stores, our awesome, knowledgeable staff to uh, to paint their windows, to put poster boards, to change their sign, to do anything to get the attention of our communities and say, hey, we're still out here and we can't do it without your help. So it, it's, it's a really fun, I mean, beyond grassroots when you're not spending a dollar on anything. Uh, so it, it's just been a lot of fun. And it's, it's helped people kind of, you know, again, like recognize we're out here doing it. We were selling t-shirts. We sold over 1500 Save the Video Store t-shirts, which I mean, obviously helps the bottom line, but it's just cool to see our brand out there. And, you know, we're not gonna go down without a swing. We've done a lot of different things in, in our uh, 35 years of being a company. It's just, that's kind of who we are. Yeah, two two of those shirts are on their way to me. I, I bought them the first day I saw it show up, because uh, I mean that's that's part of why part of part of why I do this show. You know, it, it's this memory of that, and you guys aren't a memory. You're you're still there. It was <laughs> wild. I mean, I found out about the last blockbuster in the country first when I was doing the show, and they weren't the last in the country then, and I became you know very friendly with them, and just hearing people talk in 2020 about doing the things that I was doing in 1999, you know, as an employee, you know, or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, so you, you, you answered my next question. So it's 35 years. Um, mm -hmm. so, so it's the same year as Blockbuster. So family. You're right. Yeah. Uh, well, we, we had our first store in 1978, actually. So it'd be 42 for that. But as far as the expansion, it really was. It's been 35 years since then. Uh, a lot of it really sparked in the late 90s. Uh, so yeah, as Blockbuster was kind of folding in the early 2000s, that's kind of what we doubled down. And like I mentioned earlier, the interesting part about our company is that, well, Blockbuster, the demise was that they, it was hard to pay the rent when uh, the, the sales were stopping. <laughs> no, absolutely. And you guys, so that was a company um, initiative the whole time was, it was always, they owned the building. Since day one. And that's, yeah, since 1978, we owned that building at Springfield that we started at. And we continued on and just not, not saying we own probably 90% of where we're operating out of now. Uh, so yeah, I mean, we're a real estate company with the, with the movie rental brand that is amazing, but like it, it's a savvy, it's a savvy move back in the day to be on top of that. And obviously they have the, the pockets to do that. But I mean, yeah. So when our bottom line isn't as low as, as, uh, as high, I'm sorry, as a blockbuster. Was. So we, you know, we're in our space, we're our own lease, we lease serve with lessee, we're everything. And so that's why we're able to, to interact. And unfortunately, we've had to close some stores. So we're looking to lease some of those places out. But overall, I mean, we don't, the threshold for staying profitable is not as high as you would imagine a movie rental store in 2020 to be. Well, that's, that's fantastic. So um, as someone that knows a little less at, at the peak of a family video, how, how many stores, how far did they reach? Uh, the Eclipse 700, uh, there's a big big banner out here. They had a huge party. It wasn't working here yet, but I think they eclipsed that uh, in late 2000, maybe 2008, 2009, they got to 700. I think 720 was the peak, and they kept that pretty much all the way up to 2015. Uh, certain ones began to downsize. Again, it's a real estate company. So our 8,000-square-foot family videos turned into 4,000-square-foot family videos, and then we put a Marco's Pizza right next to it. That's like... 
So in 2015, that pivot was again genius call because we had one side pizza. We actually had a window that went from a pizza place to the video store, and you could order while you're looking through movies. So uh, we also we're not we don't own Margo's uh, Pizza, but we do have 110 uh, franchisees. So there's a lot of stores that you go rent your movies, you get pizza done in 10 minutes. Uh, so that's a fun thing about our brand too. But being able to you know be nimble, you know, 8,000 square foot that means over 15,000 movies. Well, you don't necessarily need 15,000 movies uh, in this climate of physical media, especially physical media rental. So downsizing that has been great in keeping, we wanna keep these stores around as much as possible. And our employees know that and everyone here loves the brand. And we, we're still doing movie buy meetings, of course, every once a month, what are we buying at what number for what store and what market? And we have just the best professionals here that are movie buffs that, it's not me, I'm the kind of the marketing guy, but some of our staff here is just incredible about how they're purchasing movies still. That, oh, this is so cool. Because again, I, I only have the, I had my very local mom and pop stores and then I had Blockbuster and I only worked for Blockbuster. So it it seems like this is like such a cool, happy medium between the the thinking of, of both of those worlds because, you know, um, is are the family video stores? Is this a is this a corporate entity or is it all franchisee or is it a mix? It is a it's a corporate entity. Yeah, so we own, we own all the whole brand. All those are ours in our buildings. Uh, yeah. But if you ever been to a store and our customers were one hundred percent vouchers, it is not a corporate thing at all. We the coolest thing when I started here was kind of seeing how they ran their business and every employee, whether it's someone that's making minimum wage or someone that's been a manager for 20 years, has the power to change any price on anything and make any deal to make it work. We don't wanna be a deterrent for anyone running movies. So if there's a late fee the guy has, it's $50 and you know he's trying to pay it off at time, they'll do it like that. They'll completely wipe it. They will rent a movie for a dollar. I mean, someone's having a rough, they just do whatever it is to keep the business. We've had free yeah. kids movies. We have a section that no, no questions asked, you walk in, Bring this movie to the counter they scan it you walk out <laughs> it's just that's the kind of stuff we were able to do we want to be it, it, it's such a and family video the name of course but it really is that and especially it's a family-owned company and i started here last december and i got to walk around the office and meet everyone and they say hi i'm, I'm mad i've been here for 20 years hi i'm sean i've been here for 18 years and people really have spent their lives working for this company because they're treated well and they love what they do. And everyone here is just a movie buff times a million. They, they just know everything. It's crazy. That's awesome. It, it, we, we have a local chain of, uh, of um, grocery stores uh, in Massachusetts called uh, Market Basket. And it always amazes me when you hear, oh, you think of a company like that and you go, oh, you know, it's probably like, you know, a big, you know, awful corporate thing to work with and everyone you talk to it's the same thing oh i've been here forever and they treat us great and then you find out oh it's owned by um two brothers and and then they there was this horrible time where there was infighting with the family and all the crew and employees like stepped up and they went on strike for them you know for the for the brother that took mm -hmm. care of them and like they made a documentary about it you know and the stores ended up like making it and sticking around and it's like hearing these stories of employee driven you know someone can make a difference and it's not you know it doesn't have the sad end game of you know a story like blockbuster or something else is just is a great thing to hear because that's how i felt when i worked for a company like that is you didn't see the the negative side of everything that people tend to remember about a blockbuster you saw the guy you worked with in that store and you worked with them for three years straight and 
you know, you had a rapport with your customers and, and like you said, and then having a company allow you to be able to, to go that extra mile for the customer and make the experience like it's it most important to walk out with something in their hands than us getting, you know, 525 in their $20 late fee. Exactly. Exactly. And I I think that's such a good way of doing business. And that's what transcends the streaming because you can't beat the convenience of streaming. You're never going to be able to, Mm -hmm. but you can make the experience better. And that's, that's what I think is the most important. Now, the, 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 the reach of family video, it was, uh, I've seen pictures. It was just like a band down the Midwest, right? Uh, we're, we were actually up until this last closing wave, we were in 20 States. We're now in 17 States. So yep. your state, yeah, you're Wisconsin, I can name all, but Wisconsin, Michigan, Illinois, Indiana, Ohio, uh, we're in Pennsylvania. We're not in New York anymore. Unfortunately, we're in South Carolina. We're in Texas. We're in Oklahoma, Kansas, Minnesota, like all, across the end, that main band in the middle that we did, uh, go out a little bit in the, South Carolina, North Carolina area uh, later on in our development. But yeah, as it stands right now, we have 240 stores that, again, we have no plans on closing. We kind of had, you know, it's business decisions to make early in the year, having to close half of them is very difficult for all of us here. But everyone here, like I said, loves the brand. We have no, there's no reason to close them. If, if we can get the support from our communities, and that's why this Save the Video Store campaign is, is very important to us. And we want to continue to offer we want to be the first place on that Tuesday when new releases come out where you can get a new release movie for $2.50 that if you want to stream on Vudu, you want to stream on whatever, it, it's way more expensive. They won't be available on Hulu or Netflix for months. And and that's that we still have that niche in these small towns. And the craziest part is a lot of these smaller towns in Michigan, Ohio, they don't actually have a ton of high-speed internet, crazy to say, in yeah. 2020, but it's the truth. And that's where, you know, someone that's comfortable coming with us, comfortable hearing that bell when I walk in, uh, meeting our staff that gives the recommendations of the week. I mean, they grab their new, uh, new release magazine, they see everything for the month, and they go around the store and they have a, a certain rhythm they do, and they like it. And there's no reason that should change at that point. I mean, that's why it's more than an algorithm to have a staffer that is, we don't hire people that don't love movies and don't love what they do. So our staff is always friendly, smiling. Hey, Mr. Jones, did you check out this one today? And this is what we have in new for November this week. And and that's just what we we offer, and we think there's a chance for that to continue on and in our markets, and and we really want to stay as long as possible. Like we're, we're talking about this, you know, you have worked there for years. Everyone has that warm, fuzzy feeling for this time, and, and it, I do too. I mean, like I said, riding your bike, taking your A, get to get that, and to get that free movie, and you felt so accomplished. And that's what these stores did. And I think there's still a chance. And yes, we're evolving all the time. I mean, heck, we sell. CBD right now. We sell CBD oil. Yeah. So I'm not going to say maybe we can't rely on just movies and we have to pivot a little bit, but that's what kind of makes it fun. And our CBD, it's kind of an experience. People like to buy the gummy sometimes and watch a movie and have a gummy and, or we call it CBD and DVD. That's what people are doing. And it's just, it's just a fun way to, to kind of stay relevant with this crowd. And like I said, our staff loves working here. Our district managers, regionals love what they do. And if you told them, you know, how, how are you doing this in 2020? They say, what do you mean? This is, this is what I love to do. And it, there's just no expectation that we're going to shut down. And that's the kind of spirit we want to kind of show. We want to stay forever. We just need a little help right now. That's all it is. Yeah, no, and that's, 
isn't that so great? Like, and, and you mentioned the, the CBD thing. And what, what I like about that is because family video, you know, from the photos and things I've seen, it's that welcoming type of place. You know, you might think, oh, maybe that's something that would benefit me, you know, because there's a lot of people that like, you know, it get, get a lot of benefit from it. It's like, well, now it's somewhere that you're walking into that's a comfortable, safe place. And you're not, you know, like asking like the teller at a 7-Eleven what they have, you know, or it's a little bit different. You know what I mean? It makes it more accessible. And I think that's, and, you know, and it comes with a little bit of that, hey, people, person that you trust that's, you know, mm -hmm. renting your movies. We now have a product and, and it's that old fashioned marketing tool of, hey, you trust us. We wouldn't have something in this store that we didn't think was something that you might benefit from. And it, it it makes that experience more um, approachable for somebody. I think it's great. No, it definitely is. It's a conversational transaction. Um, and again, they work with people. And I actually brought my dad in when I started working here in December to our one in the Quad Cities. It's a in small store. But, and he he's had this knee and hip ailment for a long time. And I, I just got the pitch from my, my manager about the CBD and the benefits of it. So I took him in there. I'm like, dad, you want to try this stuff out? Like, I know it sounds kind of crazy, but I mean, hey, if you can't trust the company I work for and my brand, then maybe this won't work. But like I say, try this out. And he has bought, I mean, he's loaded up. He, he he wants to make sure it never goes out of stock. He's bought five or six on deck. So whenever he goes and plays tennis or goes golfing, he puts that stuff on his knee and he swears by it now. It, it, and it's in right. Family video is the perfect place. It's crazy. That it sounds that conversation you've had with that teller for a long, long time or the cashier. And they can just, it's not like we're cramming it down their throat or anything. It's just, Hey, uh, you know, maybe this would help you. You want to give it a try? We have trial sizes. You know, if it doesn't work, that's fine. We'll move on. I won't ask you again, but hey, try it out. So, and that's where we've, we've kind of evolved and that's helped a ton. I mean, it's a different revenue stream for us to stay open. Obviously, movies are our number one goal when we open up the shop every day. But if you want to buy some CBD on the side, you want to buy some candy, some popcorn, a soda, of course. Well, that's, what, that's how we're in business. But it has been a really interesting way to see how it's evolved in. We're able to sell it online now too, which is a new development for our website. And that's really helped too. Uh, cool. Yeah. Uh, I'd say the, web, the website part has been a strange development. Obviously e-commerce has boomed uh, as far as this year and people staying at home and getting shipments every day, but it was kind of the same for us. It, it was unfortunate our stores weren't open, but that demand for physical media didn't really go away. And we were able to sell quite a bit of product uh, from our website. And uh, we, our cool thing is, uh, that I've, I talked on a couple other shows about how we do our used movies. It's a very interesting thing. And this is kind of the evolution that Blockbuster didn't necessarily have because e-com wasn't quite what it is, but we have a, when we purchase our movies for each month, we'll have, you know, four or five, six copy depth per store. And we, we base it off of efficiency. So if Mulan, for example, just came out, if that rents itself, we'll call it three times or four times to cover the cost and everything else, it automatically gets shot over to our website. So the best part about really for people that aren't local and can't go to our stores, you can find some great deals on our website. So that movie Mulan, we purchased, you know, we'll call it 18, 20 bucks from, from Disney. Then we move on. We sell it a couple of times and it's available to you now for $6.99 on Blu-ray, uh, $4.99 on DVD. And it's just, if you can wait a couple of weeks, you can get our stuff crazy cheap. And that's where our business is really, it's helped a ton to, be able to turn this product, you know, stores don't need six Mulan movies uh, a year from now. Well, great. Then we'll only keep two and we'll sell the rest. So that's a cool part that has kept us rolling too. 
Yeah, no, it, it's it's a similar it's a similar way to what Blockbuster did with their previously viewed mm-hmm. stuff, but they didn't have the they didn't have the the website, the e-commerce to to, to go. Hey, you know what? We've we've got two hundred and ten stores, and all of them now have two copies of Mulan to give up. So mm-hmm. if you want a really good deal now, you've got you know four hundred and twenty copies of Mulan at your disposal. Um, to anyone in the country, anyone in the world, that that's brilliant because that's that's going back to the original intention of a video rental, right? Back when the whole point of video rental and why it came out was it was an idea of hey, a lot of studios don't want to release this for sale because they're afraid of people robbing their movies and then they don't make the money. The theater was where they made all the money. So it's like, hey, someone is going to go, I would like to lease this movie from you. And it's like, you know, $100 a pop. But after I pay my lease back, I make the profit after that. Mm-hmm. And it's turning that concept back on itself and saying, okay, well, it's not the same profit margin anymore. It's a lot more reasonable where, you know, we're buying them, you know, either at a wholesale price or at, you know, $20 from, from wherever. And yeah, you rent that two or three times, you make your money back. And then instead of leaving it there for the two fifty rental to make you all your profit, it's an immediate seven or $8 boost. Mm-hmm. There you go. That well, could, could you, that, could you that, imagine that, blockbuster and it's heyday doing this, how much money they would have been making? I mean, Especially when there was competition, <laughs> and yeah, it would be insane. Just because one, they already they were the number one brand, and then imagine if they had an online presence from the start. And you, I mean, there's no, there's no uh, price shopping back in the day. So whatever Blockbuster wanted to sell that movie for, it could be what they paid for. I mean, it just would have been insane. Yeah, wow, that's well, I'm, <laughs> that's working out for you, and I actually plan on taking advantage of that. <laughs> oh, oh, absolutely. Our, that's the funny thing. Our, like right now we're doing a lot of Black Friday and Cyber Week sales, yep. but our average sale on the website is typically six or seven used movies for about $3 a pop for $25. People get that free shipping. I mean, it's, it's the best deal online. And that's about the same thing is you can't compare a lot of our movies. We have new release rentals that come out. We'll call it six or seven weeks after their release. And you can buy, you know, it came out back in March 1917 for $4.99. I mean, everywhere else it's $20. It's $18. So it's, it's an incredible value for our customers. And if it doesn't work, send it back. We'll give you a new one. There's no, we're not out to, to, you know, to get anybody over here, but it's, if you really want to go and find, you know, complete a collection or start a collection, you can spend a hundred dollars, get 25 movies from our site and people do it all the time. That's amazing. And I, I did, I was looking through the black Friday deals and it's, it's awesome. And, And your site is great. That's the other thing is it's not like, you know, you, you know, when, when, when you think of something that comes about by necessity, like you said, you know, you ramped it up out of necessity, right. Um, mm-hmm. That, that could be, you know, an afterthought. And instead it's like, no, this thing is like very easy to move around through very easy to transact. You know, this is, this is good stuff. Oh yeah. And, and people are very comfortable buying from us. And there's just the value for someone that it just, you can get so many movies and I've seen some crazy orders and it just, it makes so much sense. You're not going to find that anywhere. And I guess on the other side, as far as, uh, you know, blowing out pricing and things like that. So our liquidation sales, which some are going on right now, actually, unfortunately, of course, but we had, you know, we have 40 locations closing this month uh, and people, it's a dollar movie pretty much across the board. It's a dollar game and it's uh, CBD is 65% off. So 
people are going in, but they really should get like a wheel wheelbarrow or something like that and go <laughs> aisle by aisle, just dump them all in there. Because at the end of the day, if you throw 100 movies, it's going to be $100 in your collection. It's just, and we sell our shelving. So people love it. So they'll get our movie shelves that they come in there and they can display their movies at home. They'll bring their pickup truck, put it, go buy 200 movies, buy our shelves, walk out, spending $100 and having a collection that is to be envied by anybody, I think. Right, of course. Oh, man. So where did... You you were saying is other locations in Pennsylvania? I imagine that's Western Pennsylvania. Yeah, we have uh, I think it's eight or nine locations in Pennsylvania. I think those closed earlier in the year, uh, yeah. or some are still open. But right now, our main core, I'd say, eighty percent of our stores are Illinois, Indiana, uh, Michigan, yeah. Wisconsin, Ohio. I think that kind of that area. So, I, I mean, as sad as it is for us to close the store. For the consumer or i mean honestly you could buy a plane ticket buy out a whole store and someone has literally this is funny happened the other day we send out text alerts uh to our customers like hey liquidation sale make sure to stop by and i sent that out to one store and then two minutes later the uh or sorry 10 minutes later the store manager called me and said uh can you stop that text someone just came in and bought out the entire store <laughs> 500 movies <laughs> he bought out every last movie and walked out and our store was closed <laughs> So it, it, it's crazy. And if you're looking for weird stuff, we don't always we have older movies, newer movies. But if you're looking for like a really particular Blu-ray, even 4K movies, we have we're the place to go, and you're not going to find a better deal anywhere. Of course, yeah. When um when the the blockbuster I started working in in Salem got halved, and then eventually got closed in twenty oh god 2011, mm -hmm. I think it was. Um, my brother bought me the gumball machine that, that had been there from the beginning that the back the lock didn't work. So it was held on with security strips. Yeah. And I've got this thing and everyone that I have um, in person for the show, I have them sign it. So that's, that's, that, awesome. that's kind of, that is awesome. Yeah. yeah. And our customers are kind of the same way. Our, our thing was always, we had a movie director chair that's, that's family video. Oh, I, so yeah. Cool. I don't know how many times people have asked the price on that. And I don't know at the store level what they're selling them for, but literally we get an email and everything in the stores for sales, like shelving. You can get these shelves for like five bucks. You can buy the computer, the whole POS system. You get, it's just, it's kind of crazy. And you can buy signage, uh, like our new release movies. Like people are going in there and doing everything. And oh, the uh, the best one is the, uh, we had adult movies at our store, which was a differentiator from Blockbuster. but. Yep. We had our old saloon doors that people <laughs> that said adult, no one under the age of 18. And that's a, that's a big seller as well. People just remember that being so, oh, I can't go back there. Let's, let's sneak back there one time. So it's just kind of funny. But yeah, gumball machines, director chairs, shelves, mouse pads. I mean, it, it's everything. Yes. Our brand, people love it. They love it. And, and yeah, you know, I, I moderate and am part of a lot of, you know, pages online for people that love this stuff. So you get incredible pictures of people's, you know, um, rooms they've set up and, you know, they have the family video wall and the Hollywood video wall and the blockbuster wall of like all the stuff they've bought up and, you know, made a little signage. And then God, there's a guy I interviewed, I think he's in Jersey, um, who literally just shows off his collection. He made his entire basement into a replicant of that style of video store. So it, and it's, <laughs> and, and it's just for him, you know, he like, he, yeah. he isn't, he goes and does walkthroughs of it and like when he when he decorates it for the holidays or whatever but it's you know and like it's just so cool that people care so much about 
the physical side because there's more to the movie than the film product. The marketing is important. The the signage, the cover box art, like picking it up and actually touching it, and then the experience of a video store is something that you know people don't get anymore. Like I, I work, I work with people that have never walked into a video store before. Yeah, and I don't know if you remember this or not, but Blockbuster actually, I think it was August this year they came out and were on a deal when they the last last Blockbuster and Bend didn't deal with Airbnb and Blockbuster Blockbuster tweeted and the interaction that they got, they hadn't said anything on that page for, I think it was like five or six years. They came out and they won the day. I mean, mean, this, it was the biggest thing on the internet that day. And that's the power that these stores have. And it was funny because we actually did a post about where, you know, we still run the Midwest. Like, okay, you're okay to, yeah, you're okay to come back as long as you keep our 20 States, you know, touch those. So that was funny, but that post, it's just people, they want to talk about it. They want to put it in their man cave. They want, it is just such a huge part of nostalgia in our country's history. This was a great time. People, every, every single person. And it's sad that like, you know, one of our questions, like how do you market to younger people to get in the store? It's like, well, we can't do that. We need word of mouth. We need people like you and I, it's talk about our memories. Hey, let's go to family video one more time and I'll show you what it was like. Like, no, you used to walk around the store and, and you had to bring it back in two days and, and drop it in a slot. It's like, yep, that's just what we did. And it, it's just kind of fun. And we need ambassadors like that that want to keep this around. And we have 240 stores in 2020, which is something I'm sure when you stopped working there, that you wouldn't even think was possible. But it is. <laughs> We're still doing it. No, it, it, <laughs> it, blows, it blows my mind to even talk to the Bend, Oregon Blockbuster and hear them talk about how well they're doing. You know what I mean? How many people they have on a Friday night. And I just, because I, we all as, as, as a nation, as a world calibrated ourselves to think that just doesn't exist anymore, you know, cause mm-hmm. it disappeared. It didn't just like, you know, it wasn't just like, you know, Blockbuster dropped by 20 stores, you know, it went from, you know, 9,000 to, you know, uh, yeah. 52 in like two years, you know? And, and it's just like, you know, I, I, I learned about you, you know, I've, I have a friend named Stefan who's been on Talkbuster. He's from Duluth and he, he, you know, during, at the beginning of the pandemic stuff went, you know, real sour for his job and everything. So he said, what, if I lose my job, I'm going to go apply at family video. And then the family <laughs> video tried to him closed. And he's like, God damn it. It <laughs> 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 just to say that he worked there once. Right. That would have been really oh, yeah. cool. And, and yeah, the, so we're, we got a little boost kind of uh, from that nostalgia is that Stranger Things is featuring. That's where a lot of people figured out that we were actually a store. I mean, they saw us in Stranger Things and you saw, oh, it's probably just a fake one. No, it, 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 we're a real store. And it's crazy they used us, honestly, because we saw like we're as surprised as anyone else was. <laughs> and they're gonna, this next season, they're going to have most of it. I mean, the, the main work, uh, characters are going to be working in a family video. So we, we put out. Yeah, so we put out a uh, novelty vest, the ones they wear in the show. We already have them produced, and we're selling those on the website. So I'm expecting some cosplay, some uh, some Halloween-type uh, sales on that. But it, it's just crazy. We're trying to get some of these actors on board to kind of promote it and say, hey, we're actually here, or get a cardboard cutout or something at some of our stores. But it, it's, it's funny because people love the show, and they, they would never know that this store not only did exist, but still exists. Like, good luck telling it a 15, 16 year old that loves the show that there's actually a video store. <laughs> like they wouldn't believe you. And so many people you tell it, like, you know, I, I can imagine 
I could have this conversation with somebody, you know, who's probably driven by a family video 25 times and thought, oh, a video store. Cool that they left the sign up. That's that's literally how um, that documentary they made about Blockbuster happened. The director said, there's still a Blockbuster here and went in where the guy he co-directed it with went. I've been driving by that for like three years and I thought it was just an old sign that no one took down and didn't even know the store was there, you know? And it's, mm-hmm. it's so, because we're just so calibrated to think it's over. So it takes these types of conversations, these, you know, like you said, um, ambassadors and hopefully with the stranger things show, you know, it being on Netflix, hopefully that gets you a ton of advertising. Maybe they'll be able to bookend it with, by the way, family video still exists. Here's their website. <laughs> Well, they are you know oh, yeah definitely and it, it's it's been a crazy year and that that hopefully comes out at the end of next year and we can't wait because there could be a boost from that uh but in general we, we've done a lot of weird things kind of with the save the video store campaign as blockbuster uh did they did the late fee forgiveness or whatever and they removed everything which was yep. kind of the beginning of the end so a little you know, we're a little bit eh, should we do it but we did we did it a few weeks ago and we removed seventeen thousand accounts clean from late fees so we looked at it as not as you know we're going down we got to do something it's been a weird year and a crappy year for us and everyone so if there's a reason people aren't coming in whether it be a ten dollar late fee a five hundred dollar late fee like we just we're not in the business of shooing people away at this point let's just say that and it it, it, that was a great campaign for us Seventeen thousand people came in over that week and hopefully you're staying we're going to take a look at the data here pretty soon but we didn't want to be a reason that they did that. And the funny part about that is one guy had $1,000 late fee that we got wiped away completely. Some guy in Ohio, $1,000. <laughs> well, the thing, the thing with late fees, right? And again, it, I think the difference is family video wasn't basing their, you know, are we going to be able to stay open bottom line on them? Mm-hmm. And that's, that's, I think the difference is it's like when Bank of America got, you know, in that class action lawsuit for their terrible fee structure. And then Bank of America, like, was operating at losses for like two years because they realized their entire money making ability was based on their fee structure. And when Blockbuster did that, I was still working for the company when they rolled that out. They had, you know, a big, like, late night meeting where all the stores across the country all had to put on this video all at once because, you know, there was no internet really to do it. And we all saw this end of late fees commercial before anyone else saw it. And the thing they did that was vindictive is, yeah, they they didn't erase anybody's late fees. They made it so if you were late with a movie, you didn't get charged a late fee anymore. What it did instead was it sold the movie to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and then they charged you a restocking fee when you brought it back. So the anti-marketing of that was terrible. Yes. And I was warned, I was warned about that from that because I brought up the idea and like, well, Blockbuster didn't actually kind of backfired. So for this one, it really was a a get out of jail free. No questions. Yeah. I mean, this is coming as long as you're going to rent something, it's gone. Yeah. That's what it was. It it was rent one movie and we'll wipe literally everything. Like I said, a thousand dollars. We had a lot of 400s, 300s, 200s wiped. Just come back in. That's all it is. (laughs) Simple as that. Yeah. And, you know, that the, the hellish part was, you know, a lot of people had it with VHSs. And so they're like, well, you know, charged me a hundred dollars and I overdrafted. And then there was class action loss. And, you, you know, as, and, and uh, you know, through any business, it's never the, you know, 
guy up in the corporate office that's taking the heat from the customer. Mm-hmm. It gets there eventually. It's the, you know, minimum wage employee at the register that's getting, you know, handfuls of change and videos chucked at their head because somebody couldn't afford to feed their family that week because they got charged a hundred dollar, you know, restock. And it's like, oh my God, it, it was it was an absolute disaster. This well, is what it was. Absolutely. No, absolutely. And like I mentioned earlier, the cool thing about our place is that almost everyone that works here at home office, and I'm not even kidding, has worked as that minimum wage employee. I like, guess and they know what it's like. So they they're not gonna go throw anybody to the wolves because they remember how they felt when they had to do that. And that's kind of the cool part about our company is that everyone has like that, that we're not like the big wigs sitting on top saying, okay, you do this. And I never feel any brushback. No, they were once that person. Absolutely. Now does, does family video have any more VHSs in their stores? I would imagine they pulled that a long time ago, but yeah, no, we do, we do not. We had DVDs, Blu-rays and a uh, ultra 4k uh, right now. We're looking on the website, the website we're going to sell. Uh, we actually have some records. We're going to add some music to the website and oh. some sign, signed memorabilia too. So as you're picking up some movies, we're going to have all the entertainment movies and TV show memorabilia. You can buy signed copies, uh, which is pretty cool. Oh, cool. Now, what about, um, you mentioned the POS system and, uh, are you operating on, um, you know, the, like, I think the last time Blockbuster updated that stuff was the late nineties and they kind of stuck with it. Um, are you guys, there was being around so long and being more than a handful of stores is, has that, um, evolved with the times or is it still operating on the, the floppy disk? Um, old it's, <laughs> it's a little bit beyond floppy disk. I, I want I'm trying to think of my, yeah, I'm trying to think of my operating system, uh, generations here so it's before windows xp i know so i know it's before that so it was probably in effect as of like 2001 or two and yes it is still operating and it's newer than blockbuster (laughs) um i i I recommend when because i'm sure everybody will see it eventually when it comes up but that documentary that they Mm -hmm. did seeing the gm over there like dusting she's got a warehouse full when they closed all the stores they just gave them all the old computers to to keep it running and it's like oh my god this is awful <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, it it's funny the system is it is very old and when i started my first day i was watching them do a couple things like they're showing me in store and i just i had not seen anything like that in decades and i was like oh my gosh there and it works <laughs> it makes sense like what do you do buy a new system no it's working just fine oh, right. it, it, it is just so funny I remember when we got Verifones for the first time for credit cards, because when I started working there, it was still cash only. And, um, <laughs> oh, my God, that was hell. And, and you know, this is something people don't think. I mean, you're, you know, like, I don't think it was until the early 2000s that fast food places took cards. Mm-hmm. You know, McDonald's yeah. to be, you no, know, it's cash. We've got to keep that moving quick. And, you know, and Verifones and stuff could, you know, they took, you know, 30 seconds to talk to the, satellite you know what i mean and so um <laughs> now um god there's just so much so what uh you know uh, you you might know not know this at a level but I'm, I'm imagining that the the standard nights that were usually busy for stores are still the ones where you guys get busy you know your thursday friday saturdays are there um is the you know i you know talking to the blockbuster folk that they keep the same release schedule that Blockbuster used to have just to, for it to feel normal, but there's no distributor, you know, telling them, oh yeah, the movie comes out Friday, so you're going to get it on a Tuesday, you know, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But 
is that you know when films are released by like the studio is that still like about the same deal that you know you kind of get them in to have out there on a tuesday is that kind of the idea you're not yeah that, that is absolutely correct yeah we, we get them uh they're out the street date is that tuesday every every tuesday we have new movies typically eight to twelve we'll pick up still even even during this uh downfall in kind of hollywood production we're still throwing out some b titles every week uh, yep. but yeah th we there's shipments to go to the stores that arrive every two uh, every monday they check them in and the rate is for sale on tuesday and even when i started here i started on monday on a tuesday i went to a store and just to see because they told me there'd be people waiting outside the door for the first release on tuesday i was like okay there's no way that's happening in 20 in 2019 at the time I was like there's no way people are waiting outside the video store and there was people wanted to get that first copy so tuesday is a big day for us people want to get that new release the day it comes out uh friday we still get you know the, the date night traffic saturday we're still getting more traffic sunday's a little better than the middle of the week but uh right yeah we get we get great boost on our you know we, we'll do a free movie coupon we'll do a Buy one get uh, rent one get one coupon. We'll do a dollar movie drop occasionally. So those those days really help. Oh, that's awesome. And what are what are the hours of the stores? What, uh, right after we came back from our COVID closure, we all, all the stores were aligned at twelve to eight uh, yeah. every day. But it, it every store has changed a little bit. We've had to cut a couple hours in certain stores. So if we're not getting a ton of people on Wednesday, some might be two to eight, some might be three to seven. Uh, but it's also on the other side of that. We on weekends it occasionally be eleven to nine. So this, it's kind of yeah. a case by case basis on which store is a high volume store um, and everything. So yeah, still our main staff still putting in their forty hours of behind the desk. Uh, kind of crazy. <laughs> They're out there renting movies, checking stuff yeah. in, scanning it in, uh, fulfilling e-commerce orders, which is a new thing. Disinfecting, which is a new thing. Selling CBD. <laughs> so their day to day is still they're on their toes they're not just sitting back watching movies on the big screen which i can't lie they're probably doing that a little bit but overall they're doing some things <laughs> of course no and, and and you know back back to what you said about the stores you know having or you know downsizing and you know getting in with other franchises and stuff all of these things it's it's so great to hear that places are doing it and it worked for them because as blockbuster was seeing the writing on the wall when i was leaving the company to you know finish college and start the job i have now um, as an engineer you know that writing was on the wall then and we were having you know i was a store manager at that point in time so we were having big you know meetings talking about um you know does blockbuster want to you know get in cahoots with pizza hut you know and, and put pizza huts in the stores or radio shacks in the stores mm -hmm. you know and all this. the idea that you know we have to do something to survive and they were trying everything but the things that they probably should have been doing but um you know it, it's good to hear that uh that someone's having a success story based on that that you know these you know evolving before you're forced to necessarily or before you're the last one you know yeah absolutely i just yeah the whole story when i you know started here and kind of heard how it all worked i mean just the fact i think about the business plan to not have to worry about having to pay the rent each month and just outright buying a property. It, it is a wild concept, but it is, and it's, it's allowed us to stay open for as long as we have. And we've employed thousands and thousands of people that they want to live this movie rental's life. They want to live this life of clocking in a family video, wearing their shirt and tie, renting out the movies and calling it an honest day. And that, that's what we want to keep around. We, our employees are just, they're incredible. They really are. And just, 
the fact that they're doing it, and like you said, people then from the East Coast and the West Coast, they would never believe someone. They say, "Oh yeah, I'm a video store clerk." I'm sorry, you were doing what? Now, forty hours a week. But we we had these people. It's it is amazing. We're gonna we're gonna stay around as long as possible, and that's why say the video store is something that is near and dear to us. We want to keep it around. It's not it's not even like a bottom line thing as much. It's like we want to keep our employees there. We want to keep doing this because we honestly have a passion for what we do. And so if if you have a store by you, I'm asking people to stop in. I'm not gonna say become a I'm asking quite a bit, but just one more time to show somebody who never got to experience it what our stores are like. If you don't have a store by you, take a look at our website. Like I said, we have all these movies for sale at prices that are better than anybody. You can buy a Save the Video Store shirt. You can buy a family video retro logo shirt, sweatshirt, whatever. Just we have this conversation today. I want to have this conversation a year or two from now as well. And we yes. save the video story. That's what I want to do. Absolutely. And that's what I was going to say is, you know, please don't be a stranger. I, I feel like I'm going to, just like I do with the last blockbuster in the world, I'm going to reach out from time to time just so we can update people. So people that maybe are finding this six months from now because they just found my show, stumble upon it and go, there's still a video store. You know, and then and they, oh wow, he talked to the guy another time, and they're still there. And not only are they there, but you know, they're they're going strong. And I, I think that's what's really important about this. And you know, no advertising campaign on TV or Viacom sized juggernaut money is gonna do it. It's the people. The people need to get in there and and show you guys that they still like that you're there. And I think that's awesome. It is. It's it, it's been the, probably the most fun I've ever had working in a promotion in my career. It's just, it, it's so earnest. It's it's something that, I mean, our staff, our employees are the ones, they are the market, they're the uh, advertisers. They're the ones putting poster board on the windows. They're the ones with chalk on their sidewalk. They're the ones putting on special yes. events during a pandemic because they want to keep doing what they're doing. We want them to keep doing. It's just like, it's, it's just fun. And, and if there isn't a, some type of intervention of someone, like you said, driving by a store for five years, why not stop in one time? What what could it hurt? Pick up some cotton candy, uh, get some nerds, get a movie, get a get a Pepsi, and just live that life. That the life that we all have great memories of picking up a pizza, a movie, going home, and then returning the movie two days later. Of course, but it's just fun. And I think people do it one more time. That's all we're saying. Just one more time, exactly. One more time. One more. And your <laughs> your and your one more time might be the first time for your kid. So then they might be, they might do it 50 more times, you know, and that's, that, that's how that works. That's how it works. And it would be a real shame if someone, you know, that was 17, 18, 19, that never got a chance to go and just never did get to go. And because it's going to be, as we're talking about now, and it's, it's such a part of pop culture, it's going to be in throwback movies down the road. It's just such a part of Americana that I just want everyone to get a chance to see it. And if you're in the West, like go in there and you wouldn't believe it. walk down the aisles Get sold CBD, potentially say no, up to you, yes or no. We're not going to force it down your throat. I'm kidding. But uh, it just just see what happens. The experience is something that you love, I love, and I, most of America loves. And if you haven't experienced it, do it one more time. We do not want to close our doors. Do something weird this week and go to Family Video. Yes, yes. And <laughs> oh, God, please go to Family Video. Like, that's <laughs> literally what I'm trying to say. Uh, a funny thing to think about like video stores in their heyday. And I don't think this is something that happened in the United States that I can think of. And maybe you have different data than me, but I was talking to a guy from Canada 
who worked for a chain. I think it was called Castle Video or something like that up there. I forget the name. Um, and he said that when he started there in 1989, they were 24 hours. Wow. Think about that one. For, he, said, he said now most of it was, you know, they were trying to cater to the market of like, you know, when the bars get out, you get people coming in to get a movie or whatever. He said, but what made it great was since the stores already had their overhead of being open, all of the hard stuff like the cleaning and the like receiving and everything could be done when they were slow. And then you weren't using up, you know, a shift of we can only have one register going right now because the managers in the back getting the movies ready for tomorrow, you know, um, so it, it kind of was a double edged sword of good and bad. It's like, that's really interesting. You know, yeah, yeah that, that, to think that <laughs> 24 hour video story, that's insane. It's wild, we'll, right? It's we'll, also, stick, we'll stick with our eight right now. I think we're good at eight. <laughs> no, absolutely. I mean, God, Blockbuster did during that no late fee thing. They started staying open to 1 a.m. on Thursday and Friday or Friday and Saturday. And I'm like, guys, the only people you're getting right now are people who are stoned that want ice cream. It's the only <laughs> people you're getting right now. And there's three of them. And I know all their names. And <laughs> <laughs> you know, just just wild. Um, but no, I, I don't want to take up, you know, much more of your time. We both have busy schedules, but um, I wanted to, you know, you said just a year ago you started working for the parent company of Family Video. Did you have a background with, with video rental? Had you ever worked there prior in your life or is it like what, what brought you there? You know? No, I actually, I, I didn't have any uh, experience working there. I was in more e-commerce. I was trying to help their my selling point was I'm going to help their website sell more movies, which we had. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I was in a, I worked for a sports memorabilia company uh, in Florida, actually. And I'm from uh, the Midwest originally, went down to Florida for six years and came back and wanted to be closer to home. And when I, when I got the call from them, I checked out the website and I was like, okay, family video. Okay. They're still kicking. I know who they are. I used to go there all the time. All right, let's do it. <laughs> so I had really good memories. My friends in college, actually, their summer jobs were working at family videos just uh, the town over. So I would I'd pop in there and say hi to them every once in a while. But uh, yeah, it's it just the the brand here and in, in the just there. Everyone here is just so, so nice. And it, I've really had a great time working here. They eat, live and breathe these movies. They're experts. Like I really should, should have a separate call with some of my colleagues that have been doing this forever and can tell you either funny stories from the store level, which trust me, when yeah. you sell adult movies, they can get pretty funny. Um, and they would be great for you as well because their passion, even 20 years down the road or even 10 years down the road from its peak hasn't wavered at all. And it's just such a good vibe here. And it is a no brainer to work for these guys. Yeah, no, please absolutely send them my way. One, because I, I could talk this stuff with people all day every day and also because you know it's just more content to help you know push push your initiative for you guys you know i i'm 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 happy and willing to help and i i think uh you know i had always hoped with this show that it would never just be a blockbuster focused show because to do that would be to discredit all of the other great entities that were part of what made that part of you know the last 30 years so important and to know that something is still going strong and surviving that still has you know 200 stores is unbelievable and people <laughs> that have worked there the whole time you know the whole time yeah and it, it, it's an incredible story and, and, and i'm not trying to discount what's going on in bend oregon that's a that's so crazy too especially because everyone knows it but i've reached out to people and 
kind of even the writers of that documentary is like, you know, that's a great story. What if I told you that at the time we had 500? Yes. One is cool. 500 is a little bit cooler. So I think there, there's potential as long as we keep it rolling and hopefully we get that bump from Stranger Things, like I mentioned. And we just want to be around it. I think it's a story to be told. We're getting some local press here and there. But gosh, there's so many people that just would blow their mind if you told them we we're still out there. And we're doing it every day. There's people in our stores checking out a movie right now and upselling CBD right now and selling cotton candy and pop. And it's just, we don't want that to go away. It, I'm, I'm, it's just blown away to think it. And until this point, like we've been talking about it with what you said just there, my hair's standing on then now because now <laughs> I'm actually picturing it. And mm-hmm. I'm going. You have, that, you have that memory. Yeah, you do. I know you do. <laughs> I want to get in my car right now and just find one. Like that's like if I didn't have a wife and kids, I would be driving to the Midwest because because, you know, and this is now bucket list. You know, I need to get to Bend, Oregon when the pandemic drops and I need to I need to go on the family video tour and maybe maybe do a live show from one of them. <laughs> oh, that, that would be that'd be awesome. Yeah. It, and a, a good time for us is always the holidays, too, it's because people had their traditions. When I, when I go home, we used to go to the store every year. One of my friends goes to one of our smaller stores, but her and her dad and her grandfather go every year. On Christmas Eve, they pick up a couple of movies, and they're good for the rest of the week. And those kind of traditions are still sticking around. So we expect to see a bump here. And while you're in there, you want to make sure people know about the Save the Video Store campaign. And, and they're going to do their part, hopefully, to kind of keep us going. And it, but it's just such a, it's in everyone's DNA at this point. Like people love it. They love movie rental stores. And I, I kind of forgot about them when I moved to Florida, unfortunately, but I'm back and I'm feeling it. And I'm, I want to, I go to the one down the street here. We cancel our Netflix and Hulu subscription. My fiance and I, we're living this life. And I would yes. recommend that people try it out. Like you got to live this life. It's, it makes that movie more, you're more invested. Like I hate scrolling and popping one on for five minutes back in the day. And it just wasn't rewarding. I want to go pick up that thing, put it in, sit down, turn the lights off in this watch movie. And, and, and that's it, what we it, offer. Do it. Like pe- people are like, well, you know, no, I have it in my fingertips. I can watch whatever I want. And I go, yes, you can. And yes, that's cool. But think about when you have, even if it's a movie you own in your collection, how many times do you really pick that up and watch it? Or do you just throw it on for something fun because it's throwaway? The the video rental experience is one step down from the theatrical experience in that it's still a commitment. You've committed a time mm-hmm. and money to take this. You chose it. You thought about it. You might have asked the clerk if it's any good. You might have now, you know, God, when I was working at Blockbuster, this happened. Let's be, you pull out your phone, check a Google review, check the Rotten Tomatoes score, you know, whatever it is. But you still have to commit to it. So it's very rare that even if you're not enjoying something that you're going to just turn it off and take it back, you know? Oh, and I think the thing is the commitment, just like you said. So when you're scrolling and you're going through Netflix or whatever, and at the same time, if you're picking a movie, you're not completely invested in. And I know just from watching other people, they're on their phone during the movie too. They're scrolling on their phone while they're half yeah. watching a movie. Our customers and our fans, they are not doing that. It's it's an event, and that's what it used to be. It used to be my entire attention was on this movie, and a lot of the average customers aren't doing that now. They they are so – there's so many different buzzes, notifications and buzzes on their phone, and they, they, it's just to sit down and soak in, absorb a movie for two hours. I don't want that to be a bygone time. I want that to come back, and we we offer that commitment to our customers. Love it. So, um, you know, 
obviously we we've we've talked a lot about family video we we pushed the the save the video store thing and i, I want to give you a chance you know if there's something i missed or some other shout out you want to give or anything the 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 floor is yours to um to tell people anything you want to say let's just save the video store <laughs> that's all there is to it and that's what it is it's the main thing i think we mentioned as well like just do something out of the ordinary and don't just let society kind of come at you and say these stores are defunct there's no place for them good luck telling our employees that because they don't believe that and we don't believe that and and just do something that you maybe feel something like when i go to the video store with my fiance we we have it's like we were put back in a time machine back when we were teenagers or in grade school and you used to go with your parents and you felt something and that's what we want to keep around i, I just I hate the scrolling and if, like I said, if you if you live by a store, you're probably already going if you're a physical media fan. But if you stop going, we're still here. And I think the coolest thing is not only does it you know to help our company to buy a T-shirt, it just it, it's a great shirt. I wear my shirt out, and I get compliments every time I wear it, even during a pandemic. I got my mask on. I got my family video shirt, and people recognize that. And just keep the dream alive. And I think, and if you're looking for deals, our website's where it's at. You're not going to find movies cheaper than three or four dollars anywhere else. Um, but just save the video store. We wanted to have this conversation years down the road. That's all I got. Love it. So, guys, those of you listening um, or just tuning in, because this is a radio station, apparently. No, just kidding. Um, <laughs> this is this has been Chris Chipman and Derek Dye from uh, Family Video. Um, Soon next year, you're going to be able to see family video featured in Stranger Things even more prominently than just being in the background of a shot. Um, you're going to go on to Family Video's website, save the video store, buy shirts, buy movies, get your deals. If you're living in the Midwest and you think one of these stores is closed and you've driven by it a thousand times, it's probably not closed. Go in there, rent movies from them. Um, this is really important. You've, if you've been a fan of my show for these 40 episodes, um, and most of the time we're talking about nostalgia, it's not nostalgia at family video. It's still there in 2020. They are still renting new movies. This is not a drill. <laughs> Get over there, <laughs> save, save the video store and you'll hopefully run into me there at some point, Derek, it's been an absolute joy. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you, Chris. And thank you all for listening and for making it a talkbuster night or day, or more importantly, save the video store. We'll talk to you soon. Bye.